Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Tuesday, January 18th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. And really quick before we get into this, I am recording today's show before the Cardinals playoff game. Um, so lines for this video could move a little bit more than usual. But that's why make sure you're following on BetStamp and all of that to get the lines as soon as I put them in, get a notification and all that. But um, as far as Monday picks go, Charlotte and Hofstra both fail to cover in the early games. Currently still have Mercer um, yet to play, tipping off here shortly. So 2-0, or sorry, 0-2 rather <laughs> to start the day. Um, hopefully Mercer can at least get us a win there. Um, but either way, not profitable Monday. So let's get back going in the right direction here for Tuesday. Now, the first game taking a look at on Tuesday, an A-10 game. Davidson taking on VCU. Davidson 14-2 on the season. VCU is 10-7. Both these teams have played solid basketball. VCU 75th in Kimpom, 57th in the Hot Debit rankings. Davidson 46 in Kimpom and 66 in the Hot Debit rankings. And, you know, obviously the, the high for this Davidson team was that huge big-time win over Alabama right before the Christmas break. They, they really, you know, <laughs> catapult that into a great start to A-10 play here. They've started the season 4-0. And a big part of this Davidson team has been Young Jung Lee, who leads this team with four or 17.5 points per game. He's been an absolute monster shooting the ball. Foster Lawyer is also dropping 15.9 points per game. And his injury concerns that he had there for a little bit haven't really seemed to phase him. As of late, he's been playing great basketball. And overall, as a team, David Shun is shooting the ball just outstanding. A 58.1 effective field goal percentage. They're fourth in the country there. 41.9% from three, second in three-point shooting. Well, it's in 76.7% of their free throws. So Nothing to be mad at as far as Davidson goes shooting the ball. And that's not to say VCU has been a bad team at all. You know, they were a really solid team, especially before that loss to St. Bonaventure on Friday. They hadn't lost a game going back to their feast week game against UConn. So a solid team, no doubt. But that loss to St. Bonaventure on Friday, you know, a 20 point, whatever it was, loss um, on the road. You're going to get some of those in A-10 play. I don't, you know, hold it over VCU totally. And I think this game at home, especially, is going to be a much, much closer game against a, a similar level of opponent. But I'm not super sold with what VCU has done. Even though we were on them in that St. Bonaventure game, I think they have flaws um, that go deeper than just what they showed in that game. Shooting-wise, they've just not been a great team. Vince Williams Jr. leads this team in scoring with 11.3 points per game. Adrian Baldwin Jr. is also dropping 10.3 points per game. But overall, they have just not shot the ball very well. Only a 48.5 effective field goal percentage, only hitting 32.3% from the on the arc, as well as 65% of their free throws. And, you know, when you really compare these two teams shooting the basketball, you know, Davidson a great shooting team vcu not but in vcu's credit where they've really shined this season is on the defensive side of the ball i mean they come into this game as one of the top defensive teams in the country they're second in adjusted defensive efficiency according to ken palm um while davidson comes into this one 138th in adjusted defensive efficiency but davidson more than edges them out on the offensive side of the ball 17th adjusted offensive efficiency for davidson um well vcu is 237 um in, in offensive efficiency but for this vcu defense you know they haven't shot the ball well that they played good enough defense to to make up for that at least somewhat so um, they've held teams to a 41.8 effective field goal percentage third in the country there they've also held teams 25 percent from beyond the arc and let's be honest if they can do that against davidson they're gonna blow this game out i just think it's gonna be really hard for this vcu team to do that another area they, they're strong on on defense is forcing turnover they force turnovers on 26.2 percent of their possessions fourth in the country in that category the problem with this matchup against davidson everything that vcu does strong on defense 
Davidson just equally as strong on the offensive side of the ball, which is a weird combination of match. You never know which way it's going to bend, but I do think Davidson has the advantage. You know, Davidson has done a really good job holding on to the basketball only turning over on 14.8% of their possessions, 17th in the country there. Um, and they've just been very, very good offensively. Their defense hasn't been horrible. And I think their defense for Davidson here is really the X factor. You know, when you, when you compare the Davidson offense to the VCU defense, there's not really a, a you don't really know where that's going to pull which team's going to give out um but the davidson defense going to give us the vcu offense i just don't think the vcu offense has enough of anything to score enough points to really keep up with what davidson is able to do on the offensive side of the ball needless to say i absolutely love bob milcap's team that he's assembled here at davidson davidson has really put together um a, a great season thus far they're one of the top teams in the a10 and i think they continue to roll here honestly for vcu in this game the defense is great but it does not make up for the offensive shortcomings and ultimately i think they fail to cover here so give me davidson plus two and a half on the road against vcu Next up on Tuesday's card, we got North Carolina taking on Miami. North Carolina comes into this game 12 and 4 in the season. Miami is 13 and 4. And Miami, they might not get the love in the rankings, but they've been a solid basketball team. You know, 82nd in Kim Palm, 106 in the Hot Tibet rankings. North Carolina, 24th in Kim Palm, 22nd in the Hot Tibet rankings. And, you know, outside of that, that lost last game for Miami where they lost to Florida State by one point, they rattled off nine games in a row right before that. And it was a Miami team that I absolutely loved early in the season. They had a little bit of struggle, and I kind of got off them and after it got off them they just went on an absolute tear and you know we're really just tearing teams apart obviously you know that huge big time win over duke um in cameron indoor and coming back home in this game they've been a strong team at home this season cameron mcgusty leads this miami team in scoring with 18 points per game isaiah wong is also dropping 15.9 points per game and overall They've been a great shooting team, 53.5 effective field goal percentage, 35.3% from beyond the arc, as well as 74.7 from the free throw line. But they go up against an equally as good shooting North Carolina team here. You know, North Carolina comes into this game um, with wins in their last two over Virginia and Georgia Tech. But one area of concern for me for North Carolina has been on the road this season. Their four losses were all away from home this season. And um they haven't looked nearly as good against those better teams um, when they when they leave home. Amani Baycott, though, leads his team in scoring with 17.4 points per game. Caleb Love is still dropping 15.5 points per game. Um, and they're still a great shooting team, just as good as Miami. 55 effective field goal percentage and 39.8% from beyond the arc. Um, they're actually sixth in the country in three-point shooting, as well as 75.9% from the free throw line. So these are two very, very strong offensive teams. North Carolina 13th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Miami's 21st in adjusted offensive efficiency. And well, North Carolina might technically get the slight edge on the defensive side of the ball i don't know the gaps as wide as the number might seem north carolina is 73rd in just a defensive efficiency while miami 196 but when you really break down what miami's been able to do um it's been pretty impressive as far as north carolina goes there you know the defense is okay um but i just don't I'm not sold on the, the style of basketball that they've been playing, let alone playing away from home here. And I think Miami, um, you know, with their ability to shoot the ball, with their ability to hold on to the basketball, you know, they're only turning it over on 13.9% of their possessions. They're seventh in the country when it comes to holding on to the basketball. I just think Miami is such a strong team, especially at home in this one. Um, and I really think they bounce back after that Florida State loss. So um, given Miami points at here at home here, just doesn't make a ton of sense to me, even if you get a little bit of, you know, the squeeze on the juice in this one. I still think it's worth it. Give me Miami plus two and a half here against North Carolina. Now, the final game on the car, we head out west. Air Force taking on Boise State. Air Force comes into this game 8-6. and six. Boise State is 12-4. and four. And I, I try to avoid betting on bad teams, try to avoid betting on big spreads. 
but this one just sticks out to me. Boise State is not a team I've been super sold on. Sure, they're 41st in Kempom, 49th in the Hot Tibet rankings, Air Force 266 in Kempom, 291 in the Hot Tibet rankings, and there's really no reason I shouldn't like Boise State. <laughs> they've won nine games in a row. They've been a very, you know, strong basketball team at times. But I think at this point in the season, you know, they've just gotten super overvalued. I was against Boise State early on in the season. They started to go on that run, and I, and I kind of backed away from them. But I think at this point, they've kind of played a little bit over their skis, and they're a little bit farther, um, it, you know, advanced than they actually should be. Don't get me wrong. They got some decent players, and Marcus Shaver leads them in scoring with 14.3 points per game. Arakiba is also dropping 13.7 points per game. But even though they got those two guys who can who score the basketball pretty well, they just aren't a good team shooting the ball in general. Only 49.9 effective field goal percentage. They're only 32.5% from the on the arc, as well as 60.3% of their free throws. They're actually 354th in the country in free throw shooting. Um, and you know how I feel about free throw shooting. As far as Air Force goes, yeah, they might have the record. Yeah, they might not have the ranking. But they haven't been a bad team. You know, they played Colorado State and Nevada semi-close. Um, you know, both those games ended up being single-digit scores, I believe, at the end of them, or at least close to it. It might have been right around there. Um, and they get the win over Utah State before those two games. So they haven't been a horrible in Mountain West play thus far. They got a couple scores, or they have a score in AJ Walker, um, who leads this team with 16.8 points per game. And when he's shooting and, and scoring well, this team is very, very good. And I think they're going to need a big game from him um, here against Boise State. You know, when they're when their second-leading score, Ethan Taylor is only putting up 9.5 points per game. It becomes a little bit harder, but this team has not been horrible shooting the basketball. In fact, they've been much better shooting than Boise State this season. A 53.5 effective field goal percentage, 36.1% from the on the arc. Um, they're also better at the free throw line. While still not great, only hitting 66.7% from the free throw line. And I get it. Boise State's played a tougher roster. Boise State had some very tough non-conference games compared to Air Force. Um, but Air Force is still not a bad team on the offensive side of the ball. They're certainly not as bad as 315th in just an offensive efficiency, which is what they are in Kimpom, which is a little bit surprising to me. Boise State comes into this game 117th on the offensive side of the ball, not great. And, and Air Force does make up for it a little bit on defense. They're 167th in just defense efficiency. I get it, still not great, especially when we compare it to Boise State, um, who comes in 15th. Um, but I do love what I've seen from Air Force. They've done a really good job um, when it comes to shot defense. They've only allowed teams to a 46.5 effective field goal percentage on the season. They've actually had really good perimeter defense, only 28.5% from three. And I really think they're able to keep it close in this game. Um, one area Boise State is going to have to try and lead on heavily if they want to win this one is the rebounding, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They need to get more second chance opportunities. They're not horrible. They are pulling down 34.5% um, off the offensive glass, but um, they're definitely going to have to lean on that to, to try and blow Air Force out in this one. And I like what Leon Rice has assembled here. He's got a good roster for Boise State. But they still haven't impressed me, and I get it. That's maybe an asinine thing to say when they've rattled off nine wins in a row. Um, but I'm still not sold on Boise State, and hey, maybe I'll just keep hating Boise State all season, and it's just going to keep costing me money. But I truly believe this is too many points to lay against a not horrible Air Force team, um, which is not exactly what you want to say. But um, Air Force is better than 18-point underdogs. Give me Air Force plus 18 here against Boise State. And that wraps it up for Tuesday's college basketball show. If you want to see more college basketball action for today, head over to hotdebest.com. Check out the computer model picks up there, as well as NFL, NBA, NHL. Got the UFC pay-per-view coming up here on Saturday, so take a look at all of that stuff. As well as follow the Hot Tibbest main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything happening across social media. As well as follow my personal account at Hot Tibbest Chris on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all the content I'm putting out, as well as on the Best Stamp app where you can get early access to all of the picks the second I recorded the episode on the second I played 
placed the bet myself. I put it in bet stamp, so make sure you're following over there. Also, but definitely not least, for watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any of the future content, as well as drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Tuesday's college basketball card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.